Welcome back, everybody. This is Todd Sylvester with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast podcast. As you know by now, I am very passionate about beliefs, and uh, I bring on guests who have very powerful beliefs, and uh, today's guest is no different. I'm so excited to have you guys meet Allie Monson. So welcome, Allie. Hi, Todd. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I am just flattered that you would even think of me. Oh, couldn't uh, think of a better person, actually. <laughs> you know, we, we have a lot of people who have overcome certain things and, and have been through a lot, that kind of thing. But the one of the main reasons we were talking about earlier why I picked you is just seeing the way you live your life. You live it with confidence, with um, you're you're assertive, and uh, you're along that you're kind and nice and all those fun things. But but I know that you have a very powerful belief system about yourself, and we'll get into that in a minute. But that's how why I chose you. And uh, when I told Bonnie, I was telling you that she's so excited you're going to be on. Oh, she's like, she's going to be perfect. I know. I <laughs> love Bonnie so much. Our families, for everyone listening, actually kind of go way back. Yeah. I mean, my mom has nothing but the best of things to say about the Sylvester family. Like, yes. I think she knows your mom, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, my mom lined uh, uh, us up with piano lessons with your mom okay. for my for my daughter that's Jordan. That's what it was. So there's yeah. a little bit of a connection, but yeah. you know, Todd's been coming on Good Things Utah for a little while now. He's yeah. come on several times and I have to say, every time you leave, we always have a post meeting after the show to sort uh-huh. of discuss what worked, what didn't work. They're on Good Things Utah each day and um, you you leave and you bring people to tears. I oh, mean, wow. the things that that you share and and you showing yourself and not being afraid of difficult things that you've been through and then to then turn it around into something so positive and inspirational we love having you on the show so thank you for coming oh absolutely to our show it's weird for me (laughs) to be on the other side i'm not the one interviewing and i feel a lot of fish like a fish out of water (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad the tables have turned a little bit but i but i am i love being on your show and uh that's where i when i was uh last time i was on your show when i was sitting there sitting the way you were conducting yourself i'm like god she would be perfect for this (laughs) And again, because it's about our beliefs. Um, I've learned over the years how our beliefs dictate the way we behave. Or in other words, the way we just live our lives, right? And I know you have some very strong convictions. You know, some of them are religious for Mm -hmm. sure. But others of just how you conduct yourself. And we'll get into that. And so, Allie, um, as you probably know by now, she's a TV journalist on Good Things Utah, Channel 4. And how long have you been there now? So I started Channel 4 right out of college. I did hard news reporting um, and like <laughs> crime and politics, all sort of the doom right. and gloom, you right, know, that right. it seems like people sometimes try and avoid. They don't turn on the news as much anymore, mm-hmm. but that was my background. So that was uh, like the writing and the reporting, the heavy stuff. And then just recently within the last year, yeah. I transitioned um, to Good Things Utah, which is our morning lifestyle show. And um, it's been it's been so interesting because there will always be a piece of me that loves sort of the rush. It's an adrenaline rush. Oh, I can Todd, imagine. To be out there with sure. the crazy stuff going on out in the world. <laughs> and, you know, some of it's not good. And, you know, it can it can wear on you for sure. You do get a little bit jaded. But yeah. um, it is a rush. And it's cool to be able to be there on the front lines, like reporting right. what's happening. And, of course, writing. Because everything we as news reporters say on the air, we first write. Yeah. So we have to be writers that way. And so, anyway, the transition's been interesting. But I've loved being on Good Things Utah. I mean, the crew, my co-hosts, they're amazing. And I yeah. am so grateful for the chance to just sort of let loose and be myself on the show. It's so yeah. much more casual. Sure. 
yeah. so I can be me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to kind of get into that. But before yeah. we do, I want to kind of step back a little bit and have our listeners get to know you a little bit and maybe talk a little bit about where you grew up and a little bit about your family, if you don't mind, just share with that with them. I would love to yeah. do that. So I'm actually a Utah girl, born and raised. Okay. So right here in like Sandy, Utah, I was telling Todd, for you listeners, um, before the podcast started, I live not very far from Wasatch, which yeah. is where we are right now. And I had no idea you guys were even here. So it's Yeah, it's kind crazy. of hidden, you know. Yes. It's a little uh, little gem it's here off the street. Great little nook, like right here on right. the Wasatch Front. But this is right where I actually grew up. So wow. Sandy Draper area, born and raised, and um, supposed to go to Alta High School, went to Hillcrest. Well, I was going to ask you if you actually went to Brighton. It's kind of right here in that area where okay. it could go any of the high Either schools. Either way, gotcha. Yes. Okay. But I ended up going to Hillcrest, um, graduated from there, and then went straight into school. BYU, Provo, is right. where I studied. Okay. Broadcast journalism. But um, to back up a little bit, tell you a little bit about yeah. my home life and growing up, I'm actually the oldest of six kids. Wow. The only girl as well. Actually, <laughs> as I didn't you realize know. that. Well, oh, really? Actually, I thought there was another girl, but I guess nope. not. Just me girl. and my mom. <laughs> yep, us against the boys oh boy. all the time. Well, I should back up because um, recently my bro- two of my brothers have gotten married, so I finally have gotten the sisters that oh, I never there you had. Go. Yeah, and I'm they're amazing. So it's been so fun. But <laughs> yeah, we were boy trapped. Like outnumbered. we were totally outnumbered growing <laughs> up. And I, being the oldest, you know, um, I kind of felt like their second mama a little bit. Sure. You know, yeah. so I grew up really just like helping out, taking care of them and. My mom had me at a young age, yeah. and so my mom and I are more like sisters. I mean, she's always been a parent, right. but right. we're just close in age, and we have so much in common that yeah. um, we're really close. So I feel yeah. really blessed. Your to mom's have so my much mom. fun too. Yeah. She's just bubbly and nice and energetic. And <laughs> she's the life she really of the party. That she woman. really is. Like yeah. she, yeah. yeah. She's like the more fun, more like <laughs> loose version of me. If you know sure. yeah, yeah, I got you. So yeah. how how was that being the oldest? Uh, was that a did you like being the oldest? Was it a hard thing to be the oldest? Was that a hard situation at times? No, I think, or? I mean, I kind of, it was the only, it's what I knew, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so yeah. I think I grew up just having a lot of responsibility and I kind of always in my life, like, was my own worst critic. Like I was always really hard on myself growing up and I, when I was little, I kind of, I, like I have OCD, right? So I... Um, kind of compulsive, like compulsive that way and like, like things in order and, mm-hmm. um, my own worst critic. Right. So I was always like really just pushing myself and, um, hard on myself. Like if I wasn't getting straight A's, like I had this weird perfectionism thing as a child. And so my parents were amazing and that like, they were always like, dude, like you're fine. Chill right. out, shake yeah. it off, you know? <laughs> um, and so anyway, it's, it, it was interesting, like growing up with boys because I think it helped me a lot. Like they, mm-hmm. all of my brothers are so different, right. um, but our family's close and we all sort of balance each other out and keep each other in check. Yeah. And we all still are that close. Like we live in the, all of us kind of live in the area and we see each other almost every day. So I don't know. Some people might think that's a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing, but in our family, it's a totally good thing. Well, you guys are close. Yeah. I think a lot of people wish that with their own families. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, I, it's my support system. Yeah. Like, yeah. Very I'm the cool. type of personality that I don't need a lot of friends. And I think in my career, like sometimes people, it's easy to assume that like, I like to be popular, or I like yeah. the spotlight, or I like, right. and I actually don't. 
So it's kind of funny. I like to just have my people, like I like a, like a few really close friends and then my family members, and really that's all I need. <laughs> yeah, and a half a million people watching you every morning on TV. But other than that, you're good. Other than that, we're fine, right? <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so... Anything else you'd want to share about your family situation, or you know, not so much. Just okay. that, just that I had amazing parents growing up, and mm -hmm. um, people are so kind to me, and they ask me all the time, like you mentioned already, how, like how did you get so confident? And and I'm actually not like, and we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. But um, I just, my parents were incredible. Like I just mm -hmm. feel really, really blessed. I know that not right. everybody had the luxury of having such supportive parents and sure. they're amazing people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I know both your parents uh, and I would agree, definitely uh, great examples even to me, just from a distance even, mm. watching how they live their lives and how they raise their kids. And Thank it's you. really cool. Thank you. Well, let's maybe get into some of this uh, other stuff, uh, the good stuff. <laughs> the good you stuff. You know, you had, let's talk about some of these beliefs maybe that you had growing up that you struggled with. You already mentioned a couple. You you said you're a perfectionist. You have OCD. <laughs> yeah. These become a part of your belief system. Mm -hmm. Which yeah, whether uh, you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. So do you mind talking a little bit about that and maybe where that kind of stemmed from? Yeah, for sure. What, what? I, I don't know, Todd, where it stemmed from. Like that's the million dollar question, right? Because maybe like, we'll find said, out in this uh, podcast. Maybe so. like is this going to turn into my personal therapy? Probably <laughs> should. I should be paying you. <laughs> Um, no, and I, and I think, like I just said, with my parents, there was nothing they did growing up that like sure. facilitated that or that made me be that way. I mm -hmm. honestly just think some people are born with certain tendencies. Right. Um, yeah. and so, and so that's what it was. But, um, I had this thing that, um, I think a lot of millennials struggle with and, and maybe not even millennials, maybe it's everybody, but have you heard of imposter syndrome before? I have. You have? Yeah, what do you I, know about imposter I, syndrome? Not too much, uh, to be honest with you, other than we're pretending to be someone we're not. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Or you feel like you're pretending to be someone you're not. Yeah. You feel like you're inadequate. Like yeah. you feel like you're not good enough, really. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read you the definition. Yeah. I, I brought some papers with good. me to share. She's prepared. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain why in a minute, Todd. Okay. It might not be a good thing. But um, <laughs> this is a Forbes article that came out just at the end of last year. And uh, people with imposter syndrome uh, tend to be high achievers. They're unable to internalize and accept their successes, often attributing their accomplishments to luck rather than to ability and fear that others will eventually unmask them as frauds. Oh, wow. So that's kind of the definition. Millennials, according to the research, are most likely to experience imposter syndrome, not only because of the technological advancements, of course, we're always comparing ourselves right, and right. social media is so accessible, um, but societal pressures. Um, and then, you know, of course, everyone's different. There are all sorts of factors, but um, this is interesting to me because this is kind of like what not only shaped my childhood, but that's something I continue to struggle with every single day. Really? Is this imposter syndrome. Yeah, interesting. What, how far back can you go in your memory? Like when did this start? Just as a child. Really? I mean, like as early as I can remember. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, like I don't really know where it came from, but I think I was always just feeling like, I don't know, like, like I have to work a little bit harder or stay a little bit longer at work just in order to like meet the minimum threshold like do you mm -hmm. know what I mean I sure. feel like I yeah. even at BYU right I went to yeah. school at BYU broadcast journalism I always told people like 
I'm the dumbest person at this whole entire school. <laughs> like, I don't know how they let me in. I shouldn't have been here. Oh, wow. But, like, that's how I, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I just always felt like, yeah, like, I, like, if they really knew who I was or how, right. how not smart I really am or how, like, um, unqualified I, mm-hmm. I was, like, they wouldn't right. be, they wouldn't have me here. Yeah. Or if I, you know what I mean? So even my career, right? We host a morning show every right. single day. I'm on the yeah. air and this show is live. It's, it's not like live, yeah. some of the pre-recorded ones that you see. Sure. So everything's sort of raw. And, you know, some <laughs> of the amazing, like my coworkers who are incredible, have done it for 20 plus years, um, go on the show and, you know, they'll read through their talking points, but they're just really off the cuff. Like they don't really have yeah. to do a lot of preparation. Sure, sure. And I always feel like, oh my gosh, like if I don't, I'm superstitious. If I don't read through my subject the night before, then everyone's going to see how unqualified I really am. And Mm. like how, I don't know, just scattered I can be or, and I feel like this constant imposter syndrome that I'm not good enough. Yeah. But see, that's in my world. You just nailed the belief is that I'm not good enough. There it is. That's the belief. Mm -hmm. And again, belief dictates our behavior. So what's your behavior? Mm-hmm. You're reading through your notes. You're yeah. making sure you do all that stuff. Well, look at all my papers yeah. that I brought today. <laughs> if yes. you guys can see, Todd, how many papers yeah, do you think like this is? There's like 10 papers here just with <laughs> notes and all kinds, which is great. I'm glad she's prepared, but you're the only one that's brought notes, by the way. No, it's kidding. Because if yeah. I didn't, I probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? And this is yeah. my belief system, and, and it's... And yeah. it's not because I'm conscious of it now and yeah. I'm working through it, but that's right. my natural tendency. Yeah. And, and a lot of kids, and here's what's interesting, Allie, and it's not just you. Most kids, growing, including myself, as we go up, we start kind of comparing. Like if we, if we didn't have any friends or there was no one around us, we were just by ourselves, we wouldn't compare. There would be nothing to compare to. And therefore, we wouldn't have this feeling of, well, I'm not as good as her. I'm not as good as him. I'm not as smart as her. Mm-hmm. You know, Kind of like maybe where you felt at BYU. Like, I'm not as smart as these people. And if they only knew. Mm-hmm. They would know, kick that, me right out of I school. <laughs> skated in at the very end, barely. You know what I mean? Skin in my teeth, yeah. But that belief truly is the thing. You know, I, you, know, you know, I deal with people who struggle all the time. And that is the number one limiting belief that people have. How is that I'm not good enough. I mean, that's why my whole philosophy and my whole my whole theme of what I do is that there's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would say that to you too, mm-hmm. Allie. And I know when I say that, you go, I know, Todd. I know there's nothing wrong with me. But there's that part of you that still that belief still dictates right. your behavior. No, you're right. It's always still there. If that's what yeah. the way. I mean, you can talk yourself out of it with your rationale. Right. You can rationally go, well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm, I, I can handle this. I've done mm-hmm. stuff, 100 shows now mm-hmm. at Channel 4. Like this is easy. This. I got this. But, and, and I love, though, um, I have this other philosophy, how life happens for you, right? Look how prepared you are, though. I think this also helps you excel on some level as well. Is that mm-hmm. fair? I think that's fair to say, for sure. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Where sometimes... Your greatest strengths are also your greatest weaknesses, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. we see that in a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but I do know, like, it's this is something in my life that it's easy for. Like, I have to constantly be keeping myself in check. Right. Right? It takes mm-hmm. a very conscious effort to, like, mm-hmm. be aware of it. If not, it can easily damage relationships. Yeah, yeah. It can, like, spin my life way out of whack and way right. out of balance. And the next sure. thing you know, I'm like, 
up all night on Saturday night, like not even sleeping to prepare for my Sunday school lesson right. for 12 year olds, you know, right. or whatever. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So you keep it in check, I guess. Yeah. And being aware of it helps. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, it sounds like over the years you've learned to kind of get better at dealing with that and what have you. And, you know, it'd be cool though to have you get rid of that altogether. It would. Yeah. So what's the secret? Tell me. What am I? What do I need to do? Well, well I guess we could turn this into a, a session <laughs> Back here to today. The therapy, yeah. Well, it comes down to that belief was formed when you're a little kid, right? Uh huh. So repetition deepens the impression. So in other words, repetition strengthens a belief system, good or bad. If it's even if it's completely irrational, because if I was to ask you right now, Allie, can you prove to me and the listeners that you're not good enough? Can you prove to me right now? <laughs> I would show you my stack of papers. <laughs> but, but honestly, can you prove it to me right. right now that you're not good enough? Could you do it? I guess not. I mean, and, and that's the thing. And I'll ask my clients that even. Can you prove it? And they'll mm -hmm. eventually get to that answer. Well, no, I can't prove it. Which means what? What's the truth? Yeah. I mean, what's really the truth? Yeah, maybe you're not uh, as savvy as some of the other co-hosts mm -hmm. that you work with. Because they've been there 20 years. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean you're any less qualified or any mm -hmm. less, uh, you know, uh, you know, what, what's the word? Uh, qualified yeah, and qualified. qualified. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the proof is, the proof, the truth. See, that's how you combat this is tell yourself the truth. The truth is, no, I'm, I got this. I'm good enough. Yeah. Period. But so what happens is when a belief's been there for so long, the way you have to repetition you know mm -hmm. deepens that impression you have to start telling yourself the opposite yeah even in the moment and you add your name to it mm. and i know it sounds so simple. Oh, i love that no i love so adding the name so you would say i ally am good enough or i ally got this it seems so simple it does but i'm telling you what happens is is that's how a belief systems form is a, a thought that's been just repeated over and over and over again and you've done it maybe since you're a little kid like a lot, a lot of us have done yeah and in order to flip that script in your head, you have to start consciously telling yourself the truth, mm -hmm. which is, I, Ali, am enough. I, Ali, am good enough. I love I, that. I, Ali, got this. I love that. And it's, you know, it's something that I definitely am working on. And I think sure. I can do a better job of that mm -hmm. in my own time, like when I'm quiet and I'm not with other people. Does that make sense? So yeah. on the air, sure. it's my job to be confident, right? I'm fired if I'm not confident. <laughs> well, what's funny so is I, I laugh at this because seriously, <laughs> the people who see you from a distance, like when Bonnie and I would be, you know, in the background at your show, we would be like, man, that girl's confident. It's you know so I mean? funny you say that. <laughs> but I think that's how everyone perceives you. I would imagine if I asked your family and your friends, the people who know you best, if I say, hey, is she confident? They'd be like, Absolutely. Yeah, they would well, go, like, shut this girl up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, that girl oozes Overly confidence. Confident. <laughs> but I love the, thank you for being real, though. You're yeah. being honest and vulnerable right now where you have this belief that's kind of, you know, held you back a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It has. So I do appreciate you sharing that with us. You're so welcome. You're just being honest. I'm totally honest. You yeah. Know? And I, I have to be. I don't know how else to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's That's the yeah. truth. And I no, I appreciate it. I was laughing. Yeah, because before... Before we even got into the podcast, Todd was already saying like, oh, I just knew you were the perfect fit when, when I, you were interviewing me and you were so confident and he was going through all this. And I was like, again, with the <laughs> imposter syndrome, crap, if only he knew how, yeah, like, right. how I really was, yeah. like, he wouldn't have invited me, you know, <laughs> um, so you go through this cycle, but it reminds me of, 
Um, That's funny. But I, I like what you said about practice, right? And repetition, yes. because yeah. it is something you can do. It reminds me of when I got my job at Channel 4, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know how familiar with you are, like the I'm Nielsen market. I'm not too familiar. So to talk about that, yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to hear okay. that. Yes. So in college, right? I actually had, it's funny, you think of BYU and you think, oh, everything's like rainbows and butterflies and <laughs> everyone's praying before class starts and the, you know what I mean? The professors are right. all kind or, no, okay? Like, this is not how it is necessarily. Right. And I'm not bagging on BYU's journalism program. It's one of the best in the country, but I had this one professor mm -hmm. when I was uh, going through the program, my last, like, year and a half maybe in school, mm -hmm. and he was awful. <laughs> Like, I can't right. even tell you how degrading he was. Like, really? he would say horrible things about you. And we had this daily newscast, right, that we would be putting things um, on the air, and, and it was real and, and raw, and we were, you know, turning real news content. So it's different. It's a different type of program, really, than anywhere else because of that. But because we were actually putting things on TV, he was right. extremely critical because, I mean, it's on TV. Right, you know, yeah, So you yeah. have to do a good job. But, um, yeah, he would say just the meanest things. Like, you're yeah. not cut out for this business. Oh, wow. You can maybe drop 10 pounds and, and be lucky enough to be on the air. You need, they, they made me cut my hair. Like, wow. I chopped my You know, Seriously. so you can't wear that. Yeah. You need to put a blazer on. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you need to look like you are 60. No offense to the 60-year-olds. Yeah, know? really. But, like, they want, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's a different. But yeah. um, anyway, so I can't tell you how many times in that program full-grown men would like leave the post meeting and go cry in a bathroom stall wow. like and I would do that you know and so yeah. that was the one thing was I became a writer at BYU and then I grew a thick skin right and that was like I, I would say those are the two things that like I really really learned in college okay so when I told my professors that I wanted to get a job in Salt Lake City right out of school of course. Yeah, what are they? Yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they want to be realistic with you and say, sure. like, you know what? Like, you probably can do that, but not right now. Like, you're, right. you're kind of crazy. <laughs> like, you, you, like yeah. you need to take a step back. Go work in Tallahassee. Go yeah. work in, like, some little podunk town, yeah, you know? some town in Montana yes. with five people up there. Exactly. <laughs> like, work the bugs out of, you know, get all yeah. your rookie mistakes out of your system. Right. Um, because no one's going to hire you. That's, yeah. that's crazy. And I believed them because, you know, Salt Lake is a pretty big market. It's yeah. market 32 out of like 200 something, you know? Yeah. So it's anyway, sure. but I just decided the worst that anyone can tell me is no, you know, mm. like the, like wow. the worst someone's going to say is no tough luck Yeah. or laugh maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They might laugh and say no, but, but yeah. Or combination, yeah. right? <laughs> Um, and so, like, to their dismay, you know, they, they go, you're crazy, like, whatever, go ahead. We just don't want you to burn your bridges. Right. Asking for a job when you know you're not qualified, so then when you actually are qualified and you want to come back in 10 years, they're like, oh, this girl, like, here yeah. we go again, you know? Right. So I was nervous about that, but I just felt strongly, and I don't know if it was, like, an intuitive thing or just where I was in my life or if it was more of, like, a spiritual thing, you know? We were, we were really praying about what we wanted to do and where we needed to be, and I just felt so strongly that I needed to stay in Utah. Right. And so I started putting in applications. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, not getting back calls, not getting back calls, and, and that's sort of what I expected. Sure. But I had right. to try, yeah. you know? And finally one day... Um, a few months later, 
after I had like literally physically handed them a big stack of scripts that I had written as a sample at oh, Channel yeah, 4. Right. Like, please give this to George, our news director. Right. He needs to look through it. I had bound it in a big folder so that he would feel guilty about throwing it away because it was so nice. You <laughs> right, know? right. Yeah. Um, anyway, I got a call <laughs> back from, from uh, the assistant news director at the time, and he told me to come in and talk with him. So obviously you're, you're I'm thinking, shocked. Wow, like yeah. I'm, I don't know what's going on. He didn't tell me it was a job interview. Like he didn't right. tell me anything. He just said, "Will you come in and talk?" And you're like, "Sure." Of course. Yeah. Of course <laughs> I'm going to come in and talk. Absolutely. So I did. And he sits down and we look at my resume reel that's posted online with you know a few samples of some of my work and things I've done. And he went through like I felt like second by second, and it was probably like minute by minute. Um, just dissecting and picking apart everything like really? those horny those earrings are hideous the like really? why in the world would you use that word never use that word again <laughs> you know you it. have a nervous habit that you raise your eyebrows too much like going through everything right, right. with me and really just like i think he was maybe testing me a little bit to see how i'd take yeah feedback. how you take feedback yeah. maybe i mm -hmm. don't know but um and then he launches into and who in the world do you think you are ali monson Wow. How old are you? And I go, I'm 21, like about ready to cry, like <laughs> right. trying not to, you know. Yeah. And he goes, 21 years old, right out of some school, and he like right. throws his papers on the table, you know. And he goes, wow. And 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 you think that you're gonna come to Market 32 and ask for a job? <laughs> wow. And <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah. Do you walk out quietly? Like, do you go, I just show myself the door? Like, what do you do? You know, and so I had a moment. And in that moment, like, it's going back to that conscientiousness that you yes. were talking about. Yeah. And the repetition, like, I knew what my tendency was. I knew that already I was thinking I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. My confidence is this big. I'm holding up a zero right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I already felt like I wasn't quite, but I just decided, I had a moment where like it was like being mindful and I right. came back to it. And I still remember like I had three things that I said to him. Okay. And I, and he said, why do you think, who are you to think that you deserve this? Why would you ask for a job? And I said, I'm going to tell you this and I'm only going to say it once because it's not my nature and I'm embarrassed <laughs> and I understand that you want me out of your office. <laughs> This is awesome. So I, um, oh, yeah, I, I, I said, <laughs> I'm the hardest worker you're ever going to meet. Like, oh. I, right, I might not be trained as much as I should be. Like, I might not have 20 years of experience like your other candidates, but I will work harder and stay longer mm -hmm. and learn and I am the hardest worker you're ever going to meet. You need me here, you know. Wow, <laughs> and he kind of laughed awesome. and chuckled, yeah, you know. Right. And then I said, number two, I'm a connector. I care Ooh, about I like people. Like, I care about people. I care about issues. I care about the individual person who's watching the news and how negative it is right now. Nobody wants to turn on the TV Yeah. because it's awful. Right. I want to connect with people, and I want to learn about all the amazing things that are going on in our community right. and love it. and because there are like there's so much good in the world and oh, yeah. I believe there's more good than there is bad so why when we turn on the news is it all bad you know yeah, yeah. anyway fast forward I'm not taking credit for this by any means but our slogan now at channel 4 is good for Utah Wow. And so we've you know like yeah. we have like kind of taken on that type of mindset and of course again not me but 
But there was well, truth to it because someone agreed. Maybe you pushed him you know? in that direction. Like, someone sure. agreed. And then I said, um, lastly, like, I'm going to leave your office, but I'm going places. And this is your chance to hire me. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I don't know what happened to me. Like, I don't know what, what happened or what <clears throat> kicked in. Well, you know what kicked in, in my opinion? <clears throat> it chokes me up when I say this stuff because I can just feel it. Is that it's God, the universe, whatever you want to call it having you speak your truth because that's really who you are you're not the you're not the person who tells yourself you're not good enough that's a lie you tell yourself that's a lie we've all told ourselves right but that's your true authentic self coming out Mm -hmm. that was your moment to go no this is the truth Mm -hmm. i'm the the hardest worker i'm a connector Mm -hmm. and uh I am you'll regret going not places. hiring you'll me. You'll regret it, dude. <laughs> you'll see me on CNN that's and you'll right. go, dang, I, I could have had Allie. This is your chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I really believe that's what happened. And even back to that moment when you said, when your professor said, Salt Lake City, are you kidding me? Yeah. We're number 32. Yeah. Um, you're, you're, that's ridiculous. But again, your true authentic self shines and you go, uh-uh. What is it going to hurt to ask? Mm-hmm. I'm asking. We're going to ask. Which tells me again, you're <laughs> confident, you're strong, you you get it, you know, and and you're not perfect, and none of us are, but there's that voice over here saying, well, you know, you you're not as good as these people, and da 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 da. Yeah. Sometimes you don't listen to it, other times you do. Mm-hmm. But in those moments, was that was you, Allie, being your true, mm. authentic self? I love it. Thank you. It was amazing. Thank you, Todd. No, you're <laughs> sweet. That's kind of how I got my job, and so the wow. end of the story, you know, is that I. He kind of sat there for a second and said, well, all right then. Get out of my office. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you later. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. But um, yeah. a week later, he called me back. Wow. And he said, you want a job? And I said, absolutely. With like the straightest face I could. Yeah. And as I'm like jumping up and down, like trying yeah, not to you're scream. Freaking you know? out. Yeah. And I worked for nothing. Like I, right. I, I seriously, like we ate ramen noodles and my husband was still in school at the <laughs> yeah. time. And it was, I didn't even care, you know, because yeah. this is what I wanted. This and, is what I want. Yeah. And, and it was, it was totally worth every minute of it. But I, yeah, That's I feel, so I feel grateful for the opportunity and, and it wasn't because of me. I really do feel like there's a plan for everybody. Right. And I feel like I was honestly blessed and I'm completely humbled to like sure. still be here in my yeah. home state with the people I love. Well, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to push back on that just a little bit. Is that faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. You had you had to make that plan work. You had to do your part. Yeah. And you did it. You pushed forward and you made it happen. And that's why it comes down to, you know, we want all these good things to happen. But you could have easily said, well, yeah, I'll go apply somewhere in maybe Idaho or Montana mm-hmm. in some podunk town. You could. <laughs> yeah, I could have. And I and people told me I should have. And most people probably yeah. do do that. But you're like, no, I'm going after the big dogs and I'm going to go ask them right now. I don't care. The worst they can say is no. no. They might laugh, but they... They'll laugh and say no say and no. get out of my office. Right. And then you leave and you're fine. But that's what I always tell people. We have interns. I will go guest speak mm-hmm. sometimes or whatever. Right. You know? yeah, but sure. that's what I always tell people is never sell yourself short. Wow. Even if in your own Love brain it. you are sure. and you're doubting yourself, don't you dare do that. Right. I love that. So, so cool. <laughs> Thank you. That is amazing. Thank you. And you're probably... I mean, it's probably the most popular morning show out there. We like to say so. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that it is. And, I mean, you're probably one of the youngest to be on that show ever. Yeah, definitely one of the youngest. And when I first got my job at Channel 4, 
the youngest in all of Utah, like the youngest in the market. And so, wow, yeah, it's incredible. I've been with these amazing, like seasoned professionals and honestly have been so humbled to learn so much. Like, yeah, I bet. And I'll, I'll say like to my station's credit, like they true, like it is an amazing place to work because in a lot of like TV type environments mm-hmm. where you're in newsrooms, it's so micromanaged. Like right. I have co- coworkers at other places where their managers, their GMs, they're calling them 20 times a day, asking them what they're doing. And our managers, like they believe in their people and they'll say, Allie's got this. Like she's, mm-hmm. and, and you go do it. And then they give you this independence. And that's really how I've been able to grow. Gotcha. So I, that's yeah, nice. I really do feel so blessed. That's not to say I haven't had my struggles. I've had my fair share of crying in the bathroom, you know, like, I'm sure she'll make the deadline. That's all that matters. Yeah. Right. No, just kidding. Yeah. But, but yeah, like, so, so it's like your ups and your downs and, but, but you just do you every day and I keep going. That. Love that. That's so cool. Well, now I know you're into some other things as well. I mean, uh, fashion. You're into fa- you want to talk a little bit about that, or do you want to? St- we can. Is there stuff that we, we need can. to still get into here? No, no, it's okay. We can talk. We can talk whatever. Yeah, we can talk about maybe my life today a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. That's kind I of mean, what you're asking about. Yeah, I know that you. You know, you label yourself as a writer and. And, you know, you're into fashion. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, a dancer and things sure, like that? Let's sure. talk about some of those things. There are a few things that just make me happy, right? Sure. So, like, I'm kind of a worker bee. I really like to stay busy, and I, I thrive. Like, I do better when I'm busy. Right. Um, so I do keep myself busy, but in my spare time, I... I'm, I'm a dancer. I love to teach dance. I actually oh, cool. was telling Todd before all of this that I used to teach dance at a... Um, a residential treatment center for teen teenagers, right? right? Where they go and they live, and it's so fulfilling. Like I love to dance, and I love I love being able to just connect with people and learn from them because my time with them there, watching them overcome their addictions, watching them overcome right. their struggles, their self esteem issues, sure, or whatever sure. it was. Absolutely, um, they're so brave, and so I just wanted to be there to like yeah. th- that. Maybe they could rub off on me a little bit. You yeah, know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, and totally. like get some of that. Um, but yeah, I love that. I, I like fashion. I think it's total, it's totally fun. I have a segment on good things Utah that's thrifty threads on Thursdays. I like to go find little bargains and talk about them, you know, and I've only been doing the lifestyle thing for a year. And what's interesting is like, it's been one of the most eventful and exciting years of my life. But it's also been one of the hardest. Isn't that interesting? How yes. It seems to work that way yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is, yeah. but it's been like a struggle. Like I would say six, seven months ago, like I finally was diagnosed with actual anxiety, which mm-hmm. I've never, like I've always had it, I think. Like we've talked about mm-hmm. some of my OCD sure. and things like that, but yes. I finally like definitively said like yeah like you've got a little of anxiety that maybe mm-hmm. you should work on and sure um so i've been working on that a little bit and um it's amazing it's amazing like what good therapy can do like, I'm sure. thinking, and i've always believed in that you sure. know and absolutely um just like utilizing your resources yeah. for sure absolutely for sure, for sure very cool when you when you 
call yourself a writer? Is it just writing for, for the show and kind of things? Or do you do other types of writing? You know, mostly right now I'm writing for news just because okay. it keeps me so busy. You know, like that's really what I do. But I'm working on some other projects as well. I can't yeah. give them all away yeah, just that's yet. All right. That's all right. Um, but yeah, there are some other things in the works right now. And yeah, I can't that's give cool. it all away. But stay tuned because there are some exciting things coming with that as Very well. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, what are some other of these, you know, as you've grown up, obviously, and you're, you've got a great career now that you're starting, and you're married, right? How yes. long have you been married now? seven years. Well, what's his name again? Jaden. Jaden. So mm -hmm. you've been married seven years? Seven years. Seven? Crazy, right? No way. I was I thinking know. maybe two. <laughs> it feels like that. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it feels like 25, right. but... <laughs> Yeah, talk about that. How's that been? Marriage is great. We, right. I mean, it has its ups and downs like anything else. Mm -hmm. My husband, I've actually known for longer than I haven't known him. Um, so he was my best friend like growing up and like in high school and stuff. So um, we're really close that way. But I think the downside of getting married so young is that you're still growing and learning yourself. Right, sure, like you're yeah. still becoming who you are. And, exactly. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't take anything back, but we definitely, like, we... And my parents are such... I told you how great my parents are. Yeah, like, they've right. always been these huge proponents of therapy. Right. So Jaden and I started our relationship with therapy since, like, day one. Do oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Sure, Just because, sure. like, they believe in with my brothers before they got married recently, premarital therapy. Right. Then you get married, then you're in therapy, then you're doing, and, right. and it never stops because sure. there's always a new always challenge. Learning it's and always, always, yes. Yeah. And it's, you know, he's definitely my opposite. So right. um, he doesn't <laughs> like the spotlight necessarily. Like he's kind yeah. of an introvert. Um, yeah. And he's, he's incredible. Like yeah, he's awesome. just an amazing guy and so supportive. So I feel so blessed like to, to be married to him and, yeah. um, I think together, like, our struggle is being able to say no. That's something, like, yeah. that's another thing that I struggle with is, like, we keep ourselves so busy, and while we're so blessed to be in this this state with yeah. our families right. and everything, like, we're learning right now, both of us, separately and together, to be able to, like, say no and start yeah. putting, like, prioritizing our lives a little bit. Exactly. You know? I understand. So that's kind of, like, a, something I'm trying to figure out. And I've done that in the last year. Like, I... I, I've said this on the air, and so it's okay to say now, but I, like, I've scaled back some of my responsibilities at Channel 4 mm -hmm. um, for, you know, for a lot of reasons, for some personal reasons, also sure. for, like, I wanted to do some other, like, freelancing stuff in my career, right. but, um, yeah, like, I had a meeting with my bosses, I would say, I don't know, maybe four months ago, mm -hmm. four or five months ago, and really sat down with them and for the first time in my life like I said I'm at a place where I have to start like prioritizing my mental health right like sure. and there are some things that like I'm gonna have to cut back on yeah and that was hard for them to hear yeah I bet it was really hard for them to hear but again your confidence prevails and you speak your truth and they're supportive of it that's so cool they were so supportive of it so very cool those are kind of some of the things we're working on and um, something that I read every single day, like yeah. you asked me, um, like what keeps me going, yes, right? Like yes. when I wake up every day, what I'm doing, obviously I told you I'm busy and I'm juggling like a few different jobs and, um, I like to do yoga, which you mentioned you guys have a yoga studio here. Yeah. Yeah. It's just up the That's stairs cool. uh, to show you when you leave, but it's I really cool. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I like, I like, I like to practice yoga and I like, you know, I have a few other guilty pleasures. Um, may or may not be like diet Coke every day. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink till noon. Wait, this is a treatment center. Like maybe I shouldn't joke about being addicted. Okay. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Um, but no, like one thing that I, before we wrap up, um, want to like leave people with, right. And it's my favorite quote in the world. I hear quotes all the time at my work and I talk to some pretty amazing people, you know, but, um, one quote that I just love is by Nelson Mandela. And I know people have heard it, but it's my favorite. Yeah, It's our deepest fear is not that we are weak. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Mm -hmm. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Well, actually, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. And as we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow, I love that. It's on and, my mirror. <laughs> and it's so funny you say that. One of the principles I teach, these are my three principles. Oh my gosh, principles. look at your sign up there. You're powerful beyond measure. It's right on Todd's wall. Yep, it's right there. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think um, is that we don't, we live well below our potential on so many levels, whether it's even, it doesn't even have to be in our career. It could be just living life, Mm -hmm. right? Living in that centeredness and that peacefulness, right? Instead of feeling anxious or sad or all that kind of stuff. But in that moment, we're so powerful that we can actually do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I love that. It's beautiful. My favorite part is the end when it says, as we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Yeah, that's amazing. Because don't you feel like that? Like sometimes when someone is able to just let themselves be seen, Right. right. Like having that sense of vulnerability saying, yep, I'm on antidepressants and I'm working with it th- or whatever, you know, like whatever it is you're struggling with. Um, right. And you let yourself be seen and yes. you and you show that yeah. other you find that there's so many people out there who are dealing with the exact same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And when you can when you can show that and say that and For be sure. yourself like you, like you, it's just so amazing how there's a whole community and a whole world of people who are ready to support you and be with you. Right. Absolutely. I love that. So cool. Well, um, there's a couple more things and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> I, and we didn't talk about this before and I'm going to put you on the spot. And, um, but I wanted to know if you had a, maybe a challenge you could give our listeners something that, uh, you could challenge them to do, whether it's, you know, maybe reading a positive quote every morning or, sure. or something that, you know, that would inspire them to be better and something they could do on a daily basis. Is there something yeah. that you'd have in mind? I, I know would, I'm putting down the No, spot. it's okay. No, it's okay. <laughs> I would I would love to issue a challenge and if you want to do it, like jump in and let me know. I'm I would love to actually hear if people do this. Like right. like what their experiences are. So I don't know if you can find me on Instagram or if yeah, you can that was tell the Todd. Other, well the other question I was gonna ask if you're comfortable, how would people reach out to you oh, if yeah, they yeah. wanna maybe share their experience? I with would you? love that. How yeah, Instagram that? these days is the best way. My e- yeah. my inbox, my email is so jammed up and I'm sorry for people who've emailed me and I'm not <laughs> I've, emailing. Believe you me, back. I've been there. <laughs> you have if I wanna get a hold of Allie, I just go to Instagram <laughs> and she responds right there. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, I apologize. Um, no, it's at Allie Monson on Instagram. So A L I M-O-N-S-E-N. That's really, just send me a personal message. Yeah. And I I, cool. I love to hear from viewers, from people who are struggling with similar things or just yeah. whatever. That's I want to awesome. hear from you. That's so cool that you allow people oh, to reach out to you Are you, like you kidding? That. I need it. Yeah. Like, I thrive That's on that. So, cool. so 
Because um, you're a connector. I'm a connector. Yep. I'm a connector. Yeah. I think we're all connectors, though, yeah. aren't we? I think but I love that belief want. system, by the way. And I know, seriously, you label yourself or it's a belief that I, Allie, am a connector. Mm -hmm. Therefore, that's what happens. You connect with people. That's how I feel when I'm around you. That's how Bonnie feels when mm -hmm. she's around you. That there's a connection. You make me feel like when I'm on your show, like a million bucks. I'm like, <laughs> you are a million holy bucks. Holy cow! You know so what I'm saying? You are. You're actually all that. <laughs> I paid her to say that. By <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, so my challenge, okay. and it's it, well, it's funny because <laughs> it's it's kind of ironic because this whole time we've been talking a lot about like I mentioned imposter syndrome, right? right? And yeah. this big big thing like sweeping the whole world with millennials or whoever, <laughs> and maybe and you're not a millennial and you'll probably feel it. But it's but this syndrome, right? And this like self conscious that I talk about right. sometimes um, it's all about me like mm -hmm. it's me thinking about myself and my insecurities sure and it's me saying I'm not good enough and if they mm. really saw me and so it's like this complete focus on yourself and it's right. so easy to get sucked into that right and the one thing that I've found in my life that's been able to help me with that challenge is to step back and say actually it's not all about me at all. Nothing's really about me. Hmm. None of this, like the reason we're here in this world, right. the reason I'm going to work every day, like like nothing, none of this is about me. Right. And so my challenge today for the listeners Whoa. would be to do something, to think about that and to do something to get outside yourself. Mm, I love that. Right? And instead of yeah. today worrying about, well, what are all these people thinking about me and I'm not good enough and if they really saw me, they wouldn't have right. me on this podcast or they wouldn't right. hire me or, <laughs> you know, like they, whatever. Yeah. Um, instead of thinking about that, you be the person today and this whole week, if you can, to make sure someone else isn't feeling inadequate. Ooh, I love that. So wow. turn it around. Turn it around. Uh, well, I couldn't agree with you more. That is very, very powerful when we do that. Because it is. It becomes, we focus so much on ourselves that we, it becomes at times really selfish. You know, it's me, me. So I call selfish. It, a lot of times we call it in, in, what I, in my uh, line of work, the disease of me. You know, it's all about me, 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 yeah. me, me. And you it's know, today, we, especially. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why don't we reach out and make someone's day? Yeah. You know, let's uh, help them not feel inadequate. Yeah. I love let's give that. someone a compliment. It can be yeah. so simple. We yeah. can um, do a random act of kindness. That's yeah. big in my family. We all talk yeah. about at the dinner table, like, right. what random act of kindness did you do today? Oh, you love know, it. someone you don't know, maybe someone you know, maybe someone in your family. Yeah. Um, and I know because through experience, like, this is what helps me with my anxiety. Sure. This is what helps me with my OCD, with whatever issues I'm struggling with at that time. Like, that is the one thing that brings me up. Yeah. And that keeps me going. And the research supports it. There's a study right now, and it's um, so interesting. It's uh, headed by a neuroscientist named Jordan Grafman. And you can mm -hmm. look it up. It's by the National Institute of Health. And it showed that the actual pleasure centers in the brain, right? The parts that are active when we're eating dessert or making right. money or having sex or whatever, right. right? Those pleasure centers in the brain are extremely active, when we are doing something kind for someone else, right. when we're being generous, when we're, even it. if it's something as simple as like giving someone a couple of bucks on the street, like whatever yeah. it is, you know, yeah. you're choosing to do. Um, they looked at brain scans and they said like the, the data is there. Like yeah. chemically, it will make you feel better too. Wow. I love it, Allie. That's amazing. <laughs> There's your challenge listeners and you know how to reach out to her. 
Um, again, it's... Uh, at Allie Monson on know, Instagram. On Instagram. Best way to get a hold of her. Uh, you're an amazing individual. Truly my honor to have you on this uh, belief cast. Um, and, and, and honestly, like... You, and the listeners already know, like, you sound so confident. And, so, and you are. And what I, But I also love your vulnerability and you're saying, hey, but these are behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. things that I kind of struggle with. and But you're learning to work on them and you're moving forward. And, and I think that's what's inspiring about you is that our listeners, you know, they're going through some of the same stuff guaranteed. I hope so. Guaranteed that the listeners are going, yeah, I have this belief I'm not good enough because I overcompensate here, I overcompensate here, instead of just going, no, I'm okay. Well, and I want to know what works for them, too. So if you're listening out there, will you please tell me, like, what your uh, tips are? Like, what helps you? Yeah. Um, Because it's every day, and it's probably not going to go away. I got some really good tips for you. We'll share off the air about to uh, help you overcome anxiety. I love it. Seriously. I think Todd, we'll you're it. amazing. Thank you so much for having me <laughs> You're not me supposed on. to say that. I'm supposed to say that. No. <laughs> seriously, thank no, you thank for having you. me. No, my honor. And uh, you're you're the best. So listeners, please uh, you know, share this with anyone and everyone that you know. People who might be struggling with self-esteem or anxiety or just not feeling good enough. Someone who's looking for a career in journalism. She's living proof that she just put it out there and she made it happen. I love it. Um, Sure, there's some divine help behind the scenes, but I'll tell you what, you did your part. That's so cool. Thank you. And you're doing what you love and you're so young at doing this. It's just so cool. And I'm just, I'm blessed that I know you. Truly. Thank you, Truly know you and your family. I love your family. Um, Tell your family hello. My parents wanted me to tell you hello. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give them a hug for (laughs) me. (laughs) And uh, a hug for my daughter, Jordan. My my daughter, Jordan, loves your mom. Oh, my gosh. Like, talks about her to this day. She's a doll. We need to do dinner. We're doing dinner. (laughs) You're all invited. We're all invited. (laughs) Dinner. Okay. Well, I will post this a little later uh, today, if not tomorrow, but it'll be on Podbean and then also iTunes. And uh, I'll, I'll post it on all my social media outlets, and then you can do that as well, Allie. And, uh, and just everyone enjoy this and share it with anyone and everyone. So thank you so much for listening. And again, Allie, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Todd.